Life goes on, my friend, and so does the show. What's happening? It's Aaron Schlein, and I just got off a live Zoom call with Aaron Kirkland that we broadcast on Facebook. It was a whole lot of fun. We had some technical difficulties. I had actually intended for our Facebook Live to be broadcast using the Zoom video conferencing software, which up until today had been extremely reliable. Not quite sure what happened, but the show went on. 5.30 came, Zoom wasn't working, so I just clicked on my iPhone right here in the Family Travel Radio Studios, and the show went on. My chat with Aaron was a whole lot of fun, went on for about 17, 18 minutes, and as promised, I took the audio from that conversation and dropped it into a podcast episode for your enjoyment here today. Happy Tuesday. Happy St. Patrick's Day, and thanks so much to Aaron Kirkland from AK On The Go for taking some time out for us here to spread the love. We're keeping our social distance, but we're still taking that family time. Really appreciate you, Aaron. Enjoy the chat. Well, look at you. (laughs) What do you think, Aaron? Are we live on Facebook? We do what we got to do, Aaron, right? This is outrageous. So... (laughs) Here we are. I am I'm holding my cell phone here, and that is the lovely Aaron Kirkland there joining us from Tucson, Arizona. Right. And we're supposed to be using the Zoom meeting software to facilitate this, but we uh, the software let us down there at the last minute. So guess what? The show must go on, Aaron. I think this is a really great metaphor, actually, for what we're experiencing. You better believe it, man. Everything's changing minute by minute. Now, the question is, how long can I hold my hand up like this. You've been working out lately? Not enough. Yeah. <laughs> not enough to get to, not enough for us to have the kind of time we need tonight. But my friends out there who are joining us on Facebook, we really appreciate it. We will the good news is the good news is that we will actually have the Zoom video t- ready to upload to the site after this, but for now, for the live experience, you're getting this and you know what? We're rolling with it. So right. we're, ch- we're checking in with Aaron who's in Tucson. Why don't you bring us up to speed, Aaron, first of all, about who you are and what the heck you're up to at this moment in time. Yes, yes, Aaron. My name is Aaron Kirkland. I am the uh, publisher of akonthego.com. My focus is Alaska family travel. Um, But as we've discovered after living in Alaska, 15 years, spring break happens mid-March and we get the heck out of Dodge to go somewhere warm. So this year, my husband, teenage son, and his buddy decided to come down to Arizona. We spent some great days at White Stallion Ranch having a wonderful time and completely unplugging from what was starting to happen with uh, the coronavirus. And then uh, we came into Tucson to stay at the uh, kitschy Hotel McCoy. You can see this funky artwork right behind me uh, and found out that things had changed a lot. So uh, my uh, son, his buddy and I have decided not to fly back to Alaska immediately. Uh, There are lockdowns happening everywhere. Alaska is pretty remote as far as supplies goes. So uh, while food chain is still looking pretty good up there, the stores are pretty empty. So we thought, let's just hang out down here a little bit. But can't fly uh, to meet my husband in Denver where he is living and working. So we thought we'd stay out of the airplane travel for now. And uh, so we're going to be road tripping between Tucson and Golden, Colorado. We're going to leave tomorrow. Uh, My husband's going to fly home and meet us there hopefully at the end of the week. Um, but Aaron, like you and I were talking about before we, uh, started this gig, stuff's already changing. (laughs) And I gotta be honest, Aaron, I can't stop smiling. I think this is just the kind of the perfect metaphor. This is just exactly the, what this is, this is exactly what's supposed to be happening right now. Right. But the good news is Aaron, 
social distance. We have our yes. social distance. We have, I don't know, eight, 900 miles between us right now. We're able to share with the world and get that story out. I'm going to try to look at you meanwhile, without my phone tilting off into outer space like that. Oh, like that. Okay. Like, like that. Like yeah. that. This is an opportunity for anyone who's listen to family travel radio. You're now inside the studio, like way right. inside the studio. It's an inner sanctum now. So one thing you, one thing you touched on that I thought was very compelling. You have a teenager with you who's yes. not, who does not belong to you. That's tell right. Me, tell me about that. Yes. So we have, uh, my son Owen's buddy Preston along with us. We often travel with an extra kid, uh, because only having one, one son at home, it's kind of nice to have a buddy along. So this trip we uh, brought Preston, who's a great kid and done really well with all these changes, but the logistics of something like this, especially something that deals with health and safety of your child. Uh, we've had a lot of conversations with his parents and uh, being true Alaskans, they are rolling with it just like we are. But I will say that I'm a planner. So before this trip, I have um, all of his health information. I have permission from his parents to treat him just in case something happens. We have a copy of his healthcare card. So that goes along with kind of the, the planning and preparation. I kind of thought that perhaps maybe we'd be delayed a day or two, not to the extent we're looking at right now. But uh, the planning has gone a long way. So his parents and I are pretty secure that we have all the information we need should something happen. Well, that's great. And that's, we're going to be getting to this whole series. We're going to be looking at different ways that families are exploring the world, engaging with the world, but from a distance, from a safe yes. distance during the social distancing time. And before, before we get into how you and your family and your a temporarily adopted family member are exploring and engaging. You have a healthcare background, Aaron, beyond your I do. prior to your career as a journalist. Can you just talk about that and how that perspective or how you bring the perspective you bring to the situation as a former healthcare professional? Right. So my background is actually long-term care, specifically gerontology. So working with older, vulnerable adults. Uh, so I have worked very, very hard to get to the, you know, where I, my, the level I was at uh, to be an administrator. So I, infection control in any long-term care setting is a huge, huge part of overall management. Um, when this first kind of broke as a story, um, the last news cycle, it, it, I was really thinking that, boy, this is going to be a tough one for any facility because you have a lot of people in one close proximity. Um, so I planned ahead again. We've been traveling with um, lots of hand soap, just in case soap dispensers are out. We travel with the disinfectant wipes. Uh, we wipe stuff down for two minutes because that's what it takes. Um, so I just, I feel like I have a little better handle on what's, what we need to do to protect ourselves as a family. Um, my family is already very tired of me talking about wash your hands when we go in or come out. We wipe down the steering wheel of the car. It's, uh, our hands are dry as heck. Uh, but that's, that's how this is going to be. But social distancing is the critical, critical element. Um, up in Alaska, they're talking about you need to stay two ski lengths away from each other. <laughs> um, which, and, and that's kind of what you have to do is make it relevant to where you are um, and make it relevant for kids. Kids get that. What's, what's six feet to a, a kid? You know, I don't know. As tall as dad? Something Maybe like that. So, yeah. So healthcare and infection control, and um, that's just always in the back of my mind. And I'm kind of obsessive about that anyway. So... I'll tell you, it's, it might be a little bit too much information, but I don't really think we can get into TMI here at this point. Nope. I'm not sure there is nope. such a thing. I used to have a little. I used to have some little bit of hair, like right on the top of my uh -huh. knuckles here. You know, not like a not an excessive amount, but just in like enough, you know, dude hair. Yeah. 
all the hand washing and sanitizing, it's gone. I don't, it's completely gone. So maybe that's a positive side effects. I, I I'm not quite sure yet, but like my fingers are so dry, like no yeah. life can be sustained, including the little, the little furs on my knuckles. Yeah. And this is the time to be obsessive about hand washing. <laughs> uh, those of you who, you know, who were raised with parents like I was that just wash your hands, wash your hands. That's, that's, what's going to do this, that, and staying away from each other. The flattening the curve thing is real. That's how this is going to work. And we are flattening the curve right here tonight by speaking over the virtual airwave. So let's, let's dive into some of the, some of those activities, some of those ways that you're engaging in the world, you're making the best of this situation. Obviously you're supposed to be home by now, but you're not, and you're out there on the road. Tell me about some of those ways that you're out there and engaging with the world while keeping a safe distance from folks. One of the best ways to do this is to go outside and go remote, uh, we have found a couple of very interesting smaller national park, national forest units. Uh, today we went to Coronado National Monument. I think everyone's going to see a video of, of that. It's a very, very small little national monument about two hours away from Tucson. Uh, we in fact could look right over the mountain range into Mexico. And it was just gorgeous up there. There were no people around us. So um, I've seen a lot of people panicking that I can't take my kids outside unless we have been federally or state mandated that you can't leave your house, go outside. Everyone is going to feel better. So look and see what state park units are open and um, places like that. And just go outside, get a breath of fresh air. You need it. We needed it. We feel much better today. Well, I plan on sharing this. Let's see if the technology cooperates because this, if this works, it will show up in the, the final video that we end up producing. There you are. There I am. Let's, all right. This is, this is just taken just this afternoon. Bright and sunny there. Got your cowboy hat looking happy. Here we go. Good afternoon. Aaron Kirkland here with AKOnTheGo.com recording our unexpected and unintended adventure for the Family Travel Association as uh, myself and two teenage boys road trip from Arizona to Golden, Colorado, where we will be hunkering down amidst the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, we are originally from Alaska. Uh, we came down here to Arizona for spring break and decided probably wisely to not fly home at this time. So uh, the boys and I are going to start road tripping tomorrow, but today we are in Coronado National Monument, just on the fringe of Coronado National Forest. Uh, it's right at the border of Mexico. In fact, we can see uh, it's right at the border of Mexico. In fact, we can see portions of the wall down below us. We're about 6,000 feet. There are no people here, which is what we're trying to do with social distancing. It's a beautiful mountain day and we're just looking to get outside because uh, staying inside is really hard with kids. We get it. So uh, for the next few days, follow along with us and we're going to hopefully offer some tips and tricks and a little bit of insight to how it's going for us. And we want to know how it's going for you as well. So that's our introduction. Again, I'm Aaron Kirkland with AKOnTheGo.com. Got two teenage boys and we're going to make the best of this. Okay. Was that, that, was that weird? Like, that's that weird for you? Like you're watching yourself through my phone, through Zoom. Like, I don't know how many dimensions you're actually existing in at this moment. You know, at this point, everything's weird. <laughs> <laughs> everything's just weird right now. You know, this, I mean, I travel all the time and this is one, you know, I've been weathered out of small plane trips to interior Alaska. I've been, uh, you know, prevented from getting in my car because there's a moose in my front yard. 
you know, sometimes stuff happens, but I have not really faced this kind of stuff. So this is uncharted territory, I think, for all of us. And um, I'm really glad that, you know, everyone can see that we're, we're just kind of trying to deal with this just like everybody else. Well, I can't think of a, can't think of another, a better person to be crossing into those uncharted waters with Aaron. So this is kind of, let's, let's make this a a bit of a timestamp here. We know, cause this story is just changing constantly. It's like, you know, the the 24 hour news cycle, it's always something new, something new being reported. So what's going, like, what are the mandates on the ground right now where you are in terms of, of public places? What's open? What's closed? What can you do? What can't you do? Right. So in Arizona right now, so the, um, in Tucson, the kids are all on spring break. So there's no school going on right now, but they have canceled schools. So far, restaurants, bars are open. Grocery stores are open. We've been to uh, all the requisite places that people are saying there's no supplies, Trader Joe's, Costco. Um, I have to say Tucsonites, you're got, y'all are pretty great. Everyone's pretty calm. Um, I, you know, there's no toilet paper. I still haven't figured that one out. Uh, and there's no hand sanitizer, but people are figuring it out. They're talking to each other. They're helping each other. Um, so right now in Arizona, we can kind of go along with stuff, but I'm reading uh, changes uh, in small towns in Utah. We were hoping to go through Moab, but now I'm hearing that Moab is uh, starting to lock things down. So there are probably not hotels available for us there. So we are pivoting. Uh, we're still hoping to be in Flagstaff tomorrow night. And then from there, I think into Santa Fe, New Mexico. So far, five minutes ago, Santa Fe said, hey, we want you to come here. So we'll see. So here you are. So you got the teenagers with you. Teenage yep. boys, nonetheless. How are they yeah. How are they holding up? So I think they're doing fine. Um, teenagers handle scary things a little bit differently than younger kids. And we found this out with Owen after our large 7.2 earthquake last uh, year that kids will, teens will often joke about things and in a way that almost sounds inappropriate sometimes because they're just, (laughs) they're just trying to handle this, I think. So um, it's very hard to sit a teenage boy down and say, so how are you feeling about this son? Uh, Because he's not going to tell me. So I just kind of gauge his mood. Um, Is he eating? Is he sleeping? Of course, yes, both those things. (laughs) So I think being on the move uh, probably is going to feel better than than uh, just sitting here watching Netflix. Um, He also, I I was initially thinking that I'm going to try to keep him off his electronics as much as possible, but I also realized how critical it is for these guys to have a connection with their peers. Um, They haven't seen them already for 10 days, so and it could be a long haul here before they see their buddies. So I am kind of seeing how they're chatting back and forth with each other and uh, seeing how they're all feeling. So I'm, I'm relaxing that a little bit. I can certainly relate to, you described your son's reaction. That we, we, may, yeah. I don't want to single yeah. out my own gender. I can only speak for myself, but I'm relating very well to the story. You know, we don't always act the most appropriately, but it, it comes from a, a sweet and vulnerable place, but it manifests yes. itself in strange ways. I wish yeah. I had a voice recorder in the delivery room when my wife was having my two children, because I know that some of the best jokes I ever made my whole life came out in that delivery room, but I can't remember. I couldn't tell you what I said. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Oh, exactly. And (laughs) and I think when we look back on this, you know, together as a family, this is, uh, you know, for better or worse, this is history and it's all how we approach this. And I told the boys today, we are going this at this day by day and it may change. And I am not the best sometimes when it comes to pivoting quickly, uh, but 
you know, we're, we're just all going to get through this together, whatever it is, whatever, if I have to go buy sleeping bags and sleep in the car, we'll do that. I don't know. Give me an example of a time you didn't pivot quickly. Cause I just, I just don't see that in you. So you got to give me an example, something I can really dive into. Oh, you know, 10 minutes ago <laughs> when I realized we might not be able to stay in Moab. I, yeah. Yeah. I just, it takes me a few minutes to just kind of process stuff mm-hmm. and then, then I'm cool. Um, but, uh, initially it's like, what do you mean? I can't go to Moab. You're what? Well, <laughs> so, we can't see the whole hotel room. Is there just furniture and lamps strewn about the television? Out yeah, the no, window, everything, like looks, everything looks style? okay. Yeah. I, my, the guys did bail to the pool. So <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's all, it's all good. I just, sometimes my brain needs to process a little bit and come up with a plan. And, um, but again, I'm a planner by nature. I'm going to ask your brain to process one more thing and help us Got plan it. one more little thing before we let you go. So we know that taking family time is going to look different yes. for the foreseeable future. You're in a unique situation, of course, but what, what advice can you give for parents for making the most of this time while still remaining socially responsible and of course staying healthy? So I think really the mantra that we have come up with is you do what you can, where you are with what you've got and uh, be flexible, be compassionate uh, to everybody around you and kind of remember that the only way this is going to succeed, folks, is if we just take these baby steps together toward this common goal and worry about everyone, not just us. Um, So yeah, let's deep breath, maybe do some yoga every morning. Maybe we should do that. Let's bring on someone to do yoga, Family Travel Association Yoga. Um, Yeah. I was just on a call before this with some travel advisors and one of the ideas was just a brainstorming session. One of the ideas was to bring on like a wellness expert, a meditation yes. guru. Yeah. Not, I don't know if that's a nice word or not, but someone to, to help us with our inner yeah. well-being. And this isn't going to be easy, uh, but we, we, can, we can do it. And let's think out of the box here, parents. Um, you know, you can send kids in the backyard and <laughs> let, them, let them go out for 10 minutes. <laughs> Start happy hour earlier. I don't know. <laughs> Just two ski lengths apart. We got to do what we got to do. That's right. Go. Yep. So I couldn't possibly uh, repeat everything you said, but I it was do what you can, where you are with what you have. With what you have. That's, yep. That's great. Yeah. Put uh, it on your fridge. Write it down, everybody. I think that's exactly what we're doing here right now. That's right. And you yep. know, wham, wham, wham. We only have an iMac and an iPhone and all this technology at our disposal. So we can literally communicate with the entire world. It's such a sad state of affairs we have here technology-wise. In We've got this. Yeah, we do. Aaron Kirkland, it's been such a pleasure. I appreciate you rolling with the punches. And I don't ever want you I don't ever want to hear you say that you don't know how to pivot again. <laughs> when we talk tomorrow, I'm sure I'll have a have an update for you, Aaron. This was great. This was great. And it's might, nice to might, see a see a friendly face. <laughs> we do have some folks in the chat there and Normally, I would be addressing this and responding in real time, but I'm going to go ahead and respond after we hang up. And my head might explode trying to figure out how exactly to undo this tech, this technology chain I've built here. I think I should hang up the phone first and then the Zoom call. We'll figure it out. All right. We'll Sounds keep on good. keeping on. We'll do what we can with what we have, where we are. Where we are. Or who we're with. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Aaron, you're awesome. Cheers. All right. All cheers, best. guys. We'll Bye. talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. I'm going to hang up if I can figure it out. I did it. <laughs> That was wild. You know that there's more to life than your work, but do your kids know? Last year, 55% of American parents didn't use all their vacation days. Taking time off to travel lets you show your kids different sides of the world and different sides of yourself, like the side that does things like this. 
Family travel is easier and more affordable than you might think. You brought them into this world, now show it to them. Discover the possibilities at familytravel.org. Hey, it's Aaron Schlein. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Family Travel Radio. All the notes for this episode and for every episode of the podcast are available at familytravel.org slash radio. All right, my friend, until we meet again, this is Aaron Schlein for Family Travel Radio, and I am signing off. Family Travel Radio.